I'll record because recording is what I can do right now. I thought about that three seconds ago. <sighs> took a really long walk and thought about a lot of uh, things. And it's nice, you know, it's as much uh, writing as anything else you're doing. Going through the story, you know, living the characters. It's interesting. I love it. I'm really dedicated to it. I'm writing the book I want to read. I'm trying, like, it's the book I want to find and read, but I can't. It's the book that I want to see, and there, it's not there, and I'm getting it to, to be seen. For sure, man, it feels that way, because, like, you go around, you're reading stuff, and you're like, I wish I could be, re like, reading this, seeing this happen. And I can sometimes do that, you know, open a notebook, read through things I've written, and it's nice. Uh, but, like, I just want to open up a book, and I want it to be the book. And I want to read it like it's the first time. And just fucking lose myself to it. Enjoy it. See it flow, see it happen. It's a beautiful thing. I, I feel... In one word, good, because I know no matter what, I'm all right, no matter what happens. Beautiful. I'd love to. Like, whatever I... Like, you know? Mistakes happen, we can see that we lose things. Not everything is really a loss. There's almost always something to gain out of a loss. Even if it's just allowing space for something else to take its place. How much can you really... Be open to it, you know, because there is presence, and then there's sometimes the feeling that you need to follow something, but there's also circumstances and fear and conditioning, and sometimes you don't follow your path completely, but you follow the path, and you're trying to realign the truth always. You're human. And I don't know if that's powerful. I feel like it's powerful. I feel like it's a powerful thing, but it's just like, am I giving myself an illusion that I have more control than I do? I could be doing that, but it's like, I'm just trying to align and pay attention and align. Pay attention and align. And what happens, happens. Because there's a lot of thoughts that come in the head, you know, of problems you need to solve, how you need to solve them. Like, there's always a problem. There's always something in the head trying to be calculated. How you're going to clean the kitchen, how you're going to get rid of a table or put it somewhere, because I have to, like, remove a lot of things from the house now, because I'm moving out soon. So, like, even if I didn't, I'll still feel like there's something that needs to be done in the house just to get me in a state of peace. 
maybe it's because I don't have a couch to just relax on. But it's like there's patterns that you're so used to running through that will always have you take energy and you're trying to see them, overcome them even somehow, trying to overcome is a strong word, but uh, to adapt with it so that you're moving towards things that you value, but you're also trying to be aligned. So sometimes, you know, like I can give myself shit for not sitting down and writing, but in reality, I've come to a stage where I know that the writing will come, you know, like, it's not like I'm just going to stop writing. I'm thinking about this all the time and I'm thinking about it like way too much, so much. Um, I'm not just going to stop, but absorbing is also such an important part of that creation. Like uh, reading different things that just give you the type of words or the scene or the feeling, even like the feeling is so important. Sometimes uh, watching a part of a movie or a series or anything really, absorbing an essence and letting it be digested and seen and really observed, experienced. And then that's further. It would help things come out of you too. So I can't because like, I got fired on the 1st of December, right? It's been 16 days, two weeks. I don't know how much I wrote on the notebook. I know I wrote uh, eight, nine pages yesterday. I know I wrote another scene earlier. Like, let's say I wrote 15 pages maybe since, and I transcribed a bit. I don't know how much progress that is. It's nice, I'm happy about it. It's very much, you know, coming together. Scenes are coming together in my head and they're getting organized. Eventually, I'd need to organize them in real life. And then there's real life. I'm waking up. There's phone calls I have to make with different people, different things I have to arrange. Uh, I found an apartment, thank God. Now I have to like coordinate that. I'm somewhat coordinated. Still the stress of not knowing where to go with your things and when and how. It is an unstable situation. My visa to Dubai got out today. So I do have a visa to Dubai. That's great. All I have to do is not get sick and get the virus <laughs> within the next life, you know, like that's important. It's very important. So hopefully, you know, we stay clean. Uh, I'll trust our immunity. So on the 25th, I go to my aunt's house, come back, then I go to Dubai for my brother's wedding. And hopefully it all works out like, but there is behind all of this always a sense of instability, right? I don't have a job, I don't have an income. I have a story coming together fucking beautifully and seeing, man, something that's been bothering me lately so much is how you have moments with people, like girls specifically, let's say, in this part, where you're very, very close, you know? Like, I don't get how there was a girl in Finland I met two years ago and we saw each other twice. I went to her place and we had a beautiful night together. And two months ago, this is two, like two years past, I messaged her again. I was like, yo, I'd just like to talk. I want to see like who you are now. And she's like, yeah, it's not something I 
I, I feel like doing. So I'm like, okay, maybe waited three, four months and texted her again. I'm like, yeah, but you know, let's just talk. Just want to talk to you. It's not like I want anything from you, you know? Like I genuinely, we connected really nice. And I don't know what type of person you are anymore. I don't, I don't even know what type of person she was then. Except someone I was really like into at the time. And it's just sad, you know? Like why wouldn't you just respect me? And like we had that moment together. And I feel like there is a certain respect in that, that people stop giving. And I'm not sure why. I understand it. Like, why not take me for the person that you were attracted to then and you saw as, as intelligent or bright or, or attractive? And then we had those conversations. And that maybe, maybe there's some value even if we talk. It's not like I'm trying to talk to you to, to have sex with you or marry, get married to you. Or maybe that's what you think. Uh, maybe most of the time there is a truth behind that. But just like how people need to protect themselves from that is insane. So she, I just said, you know, like something like, there's nothing in particular I want to talk about. I just like this chat. Um, I think it would be nice. And she completely blocked me. I was like, okay, cool. And same thing happened with uh, another girl. Recently, I just sent her another message. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm really curious how you are. Gone through a lot of shit the last two months, you know, with the job changes, with the writing, with the, with the back, with the crazy roommate. There's just a lot of it uh, going down. I really like your colors. Thank you. Keep it up. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Do it, right? So there's that part to it. Every time I walk towards where my bike should be, because I tied it somewhere, I'm always like tripping if I'm gonna see it or not. What a fucking thing, man. Hopefully it's there. Is it? It's there. No way. Sick. To be grateful for things in life. So yeah, so that happened. I messaged her, I was like, you know, I'm going through a lot. I really just wanna know how you are. We had a nice connection at the beginning. And we were supposed to meet, or we were supposed to, but, you know, I think she maybe has the I'm getting famous syndrome, because I met her, like, she had maybe 700 followers on Instagram, now she has, like, 2,100, and I started acting weird on Instagram after adding her, for sure, I know this, and I, like, archived and deleted most of my photos and removed my presence almost completely, I made it mostly about writing, which I'm grateful for, and I see that, uh, reacting to her perspective of how she could see me on Instagram and how I felt like I had to even act different helped with maturity, of course. And I'm glad for that. But it's just like when someone really asks you to talk, you know, why do you have to... And then she blocked me. Uh, like, I can get it. You don't, you don't know me too well. You don't know what to expect. You, you have other things going on in your life. But like you, her specifically, this girl, I feel like affected my writing a lot with how she is and how she she just moves, how she looks like, how she presents herself, uh, how it was when we talked on that bench, even though it was just a few moments. She ate some dark chocolate from me. And uh, a bit of my pretzel. She was so cute about it. 
Oh, she's a cute girl. I, I dream about her often too. It's not like I see her attracted to her, but it's just she, she's there. How her nature is. So, why not? When you know someone's there, you know, why not try and reach out and not communicate? Uh, so, yeah, at some point she was like texting back, but then just ignoring me. And like, it's been like two, three months and I texted again, and now I'm just blocked. And I'm, I'm just always thinking to myself, like, but you know, I thought you maybe saw a bit of how I am when we met, you know, I, I told her like downright, we had like an intense, uh, quick conversation that, you know, I'm coming from a place where I feel like I have to write something very important that's going to change the world. And I wouldn't be alive otherwise, like it's the one thing keeping me going. And she resonated and connected with that. But, uh, like, where's the respect, you know, like I'm a person reaching out and I want to just, you know, maybe state this curiosity, see how you're like, talk a bit, you know, chat for 10, 15 minutes. And you're not obligated to, but you don't need to, I don't know what you think you are, you know, like, I know what I know I am. I know that even after you block me or even after, because it hurts, you know, it's not nice. Uh, but I feel the pain. I feel the rejection. And I still remember that I'm okay, you know, that I really am a good person. I really am, you know, loved by my family. I really do have love to give. And I just have to remember to love again and see if I'm giving the right type of love. But then there's also the question of who then deserves my love? <laughs> because, like, who the fuck do you think you are? to ignore me or block me like that, you know, like, who are you, you know, and that's what I wanted to answer, that's why I wanted to talk to her, but, uh, do you just think, like, like, she's 20, she's cute, she has that energy, but it's like, it's not like you worked, like, super, super hard, and blood and sweat, and, like, you're fucking Angelina Jolie right now, and you've overcome insurmountable odds, and that's why you have so much respect for yourself. No, I feel like you're just, you have this nature, and it's just the type of nature that, that's working out this way. But do you overestimate it? Do you, are you full of insecurities? Are you whatever? I, I don't know. I don't know that. But it's just, uh, are you overvaluing yourself in that way? That you just eliminate me like that? But anyhow, you know, like for me, it's, it's maybe wrong to compare because like the impact that I want to drive in the world is much more expansive, broader, intense, deeper, and I want to do it right and from a really good place from my heart that re really reflects everywhere because just seeing rejection all the time, you know, it's not the most fun thing. Uh, but that's a lot of what I've seen in my life. And then, but things work out in a lie, in a sick way, amazingly, when they matter and you really get what you need from life when you need to get it, you know? And that was like, right now, you know, losing the job, uh, losing the roommate, getting the ticket to Dubai, focusing on my writing a lot more, uh, being paid this month, at least. But I'm spending so much money on groceries, I don't even understand it. Like an idea of hunger I don't even have which is insane, it's something the book should cover. And there's that question too, like when you 
writing something at the scale and like I've reached the point where I realized, you know, like it has so much substance and it can have more even, you know, as long as the messages are coming in right. You can really say anything in the book. And like what's the what are things that I need to talk about, you know? Hunger is definitely one of them. Because it's the backdrop to everything that moves us. Uh, and you get to think about that. And there's like some responsibility, a lot of responsibility in that actually. A lot of responsibility. And weight. I fucking carry that every day. Like I, I'm a fighter. I try to do good. I see. I saw an old man today walking in a haze. Real, real tough days, man. The party was just like, go ask him how he's doing, man. I went up behind him and I was like, hey, excuse me. Hey, hi. Hello. And he just kept walking in his haze, man. He didn't even... He was walking really slow already, but he kept on, you know, moving that path. And I was just nodded. He, I don't think he... His awareness even acknowledged my awareness. This was like maybe 15, 20 minutes ago. And then I just nodded and kept walking, you know, thinking about Grandfather Gravali, Vernon, uh, and life. So, I just needed to ask him how he's doing, you know? Because, uh, like, he's, he's old. I don't know what the fuck he went through in his life. But there's a respect to that, you know? Whatever the fuck your soul experienced, man. It's, it must be an intense, intense thing. And just to ask someone to have them feel seen in a moment. And this is something, you know, what's so hard about letting someone feel seen or appreciated, you know? Like, I've approached so many people in my life. And now, now I feel, now I really don't want to. Ah approach any woman just for the sake of physicality unless like it's really like a, a flow a cosmic flow happening but uh it's like i've approached a lot of people and we talk for five ten minutes we'd connect you know and i tell them like uh i'd be very genuine like and they they'd reflect that somehow and then maybe two weeks three weeks later a month two i text back just asking how they are they, if they'd even just like to hop on a quick call, see what's up, you know. And it's always radio silence. It's always radio silence. Or maybe like two months later, they send another message apologizing for their own sake so their ego feels all right, but still no intention about, you know, talking to you or getting to explore you again. <sighs> this guy is so fucking loud. So... So never have I, you know, as much as I, like maybe like a girl would reply back or, or talk to me or even meet me for a walk. And it's not even sexual or anything. I can check in again and again and again. No one, no one ever checks back, you know. No one ever thinks like, oh, maybe this guy is, is fucking worth something. Uh, except the people who do. And those are people that stay and there's a lot of them for sure. Like enough of them, actually. I wouldn't say a lot, but the, the people who need to stay, they stay. And you also evaluate. But it's just that it would be nice if people weren't so fucking self-indulgent, uh, you know, in their own lives, you know. It just feels like after what happened with the Amr, after what happened with my job, insecure, insecure manager, 
this really definitely 100% feels like everybody only really sees themselves and they have no time or space to see anything or anyone else. Uh, I don't know what it is you guys are going through your life, but like, I don't know, can't imagine it's way, way more than what's going on in my life, you know? Uh, you're working a lot, you're raising money. Are you raising money? Are you trying to put that money towards a good cause? Are you trying to start your own business that's going to change the world? Are you actually, you know, I talked to maybe artists or directors, are you actually working towards your art? And you're di- directing in a in a in a good way. Are you trying to really push for that impact every day? Are you facing yourself truthfully every day? Are you trying to be kind to the people around you? You know, all of these things. Are you doing any of them? How are you still so stuck in this damn cycle? You know, and how how do you feel like you have no time to just maybe check in with someone who? who genuinely might care, you know, or it might be a good connection. Uh, How how can't you see that? What do you think I expect from you? What do you think I want from you? Uh, What do you think you could lose if you try and give, you know? And I don't know any of those answers with most people, but it's just uh, a damn shame. It's just a damn shame most of the time. So I'd love it if, like, a specific girl I talked to, like, three, four months ago, I barely, barely texted, but we had a really nice moment at, a, at a, an open-air party, and I told her, like, that this book is happening, and I'd love to just send it to you when it's done, and I don't want to talk to you a lot till it's done. And she was like, sure, but, you know, like, why not reach back? Because I felt like you'd be the type of person who would, but still, you don't. And it's, like, so many, so much of that of so much of that not being seen, but it's like, I don't want to say it like that, you know, not being seen, but it's just uh, being forgotten or being, you know, and then I'm thinking today, I have no doubt in my mind, I'm going to write fucking amazing things in my life as long as I get to, as long as I can still walk, as long as my hand can still write, as long as I can still breathe and I'm healthy, you know, those are important things. And to be grateful for them always, hopefully, inshallah. And hopefully I get to write amazing things. But there's going to be a stage where I just reach a very nice silence and peace inside. And knowing that I've done these good things, that I've put the time, that I've put the energy, that I've went through it, and I've fucking recorded it every week of my life and talked about it and reflected on it. And I've, I've put in that inner fucking light and kept it fucking shining as much as I can, as often as I can, as often as I could, and I fucking listened to it even again, and I sat with it, and I pushed, and I was weak, and I was strong, and I was all of these things, and I have these things out there now that people fucking see, millions, millions, and tens of millions of copies fucking everywhere that can go into anyone's mind, and I would still be here. And these things are moving in my place, my words, my my message, my soul, my voice, everywhere. It's a beautiful thing in, in a sense. And it's strong and nice. But how, and I ask myself this, how will people love me afterwards, you know? What type of love will I be getting from the world then? Uh, 
because right now, and I talk to beautiful women from this place of confidence and peace, but there's just criteria for these women that I'm not hitting, you know, that are God knows what, you know, like sexually or monetarily or physically or societally or whatever the fuck these things are. And I'm coming to you from truth, you know, I'm coming to you from this is a genuine person. You either like, like this could be what it is right now. This could grow into something nicer. As long as you're in my life, I expect you to somehow change too, you know, because I'm, I'm an influence in your being. If I'm in your life and I'll be saying what I'm saying and I'm changing a lot, maybe you're changing too and that's a nice thing. But what I mean is, is it's just that you're so quickly discarded for reasons you don't understand most of the time and you try to think about too much or you try to analyze or see fault in yourself or to try to figure out another way you could have maneuvered things to get things more in a way that you would have wanted. But then you're lying to yourself because first off, you have no idea what you want. And if you acted different to keep something that isn't yours, what does that say about you? And what is it you're actually taking from this thing? You know, because you're talking to a guy who has, uh, like I tried to maintain and manage my sexual energy. You know, it's a very powerful force. It's a very, very powerful thing. Sexual energy, if you like really, really listen. And like if I'm having sex, it's sometimes really nice, but it's going to take away from other things, right? It's going to take away from my writing. It's going to take away from my health or my willingness to exercise or, or who knows, man. But like everything does, does have its price and how much do you want to keep putting yourself in that loop of feeding hunger that you don't need or don't even have just to keep yourself in that loop? just to keep yourself doing something, uh, the snake eating its own tail and stuff. So like, think about that. Because that's the thing to think about. And still manage to love yourself, man, because like, even if, if these girls block me, even if whatever, you know, like my heart is my heart. I know what I've done. I know where I'm at. I know that I'm still going to continue writing this thing. My, your reaction towards me or your opinion of me isn't going to change what I'm doing. Uh, and it's, like it's, it, it did influence, you know, because yesterday, like I was, I was a little hurt. And I felt I meditated on that, and I was like, I feel pain where my heart is like this thing. Not really pain, but it's just like this rejection, and I see it. Um, it's, it's, it's nice in a way because it's, it feels real. I feel here. I'm still okay. And I felt hungry. Like food-wise, I haven't eaten. Like I wasn't hungry, but I was more like empty in my stomach and inside. So I had like space somehow. And I thought about eating. But instead of eating, I was like, you know what? But I can... There's a scene in Vernon where... There's a scene in Vernon when, where he's... He's in that deprived state and he's doing something. And I was like, I feel like I'm in a good state for that. So I sat down and put the notebook in front of me and another notebook next to me where I just jot down random thoughts and writings. It's called writings, what, what I named the note, notebook. And I sat there for two and a half hours 
writing a fucking entire sick fucking scene that comes really early in the book that really sets everything like when the scene came to me and how it was and the intensity of it and how it connects things it just like re that really made me get the book to work you know beforehand i didn't know who vernon was or how he was like until like the scene came to me and i was like this is something he's going to do very early on in the book so i sat there i wrote eight nine pages downright and i could have stopped at page four could have stopped at page five could have stopped at page six but i was always telling myself let yourself be in the space let yourself feel the hunger let yourself feel this deprivation and still be with it and i continued man and i went to the darkest place and i got out you know victorious you know i wrote this fucking scene from start to finish that I can add into the book and then I can like edit and refine and fucking make even more beautiful instead of like eating or wallowing in despair about being rejected by someone who hasn't seen me and so what you don't see me so what you haven't or you don't, you don't let yourself have the courage to at least fucking give me the respect of talking to me you know so I have myself I have my art but, you know, in the future, who's still going to stay in my life? I don't know how this, like, dynamic... It's a very dynamic thing, relationships. But I don't want people... Because, like, I don't want people to love me for the wrong reasons and approach me for the wrong reasons and think that their value and their life is based on, on me in some way. So that when I do, like, reach a stage where I do write these things and I, I do have that exposure... It's like people are going to be reaching out, some, some to give, some to drain, some thinking or acting like they know me when they don't, some who want things. And are you all loving me for the right reasons? Am I still loving myself for the right reasons? You know, that's really important to think about. But like, how much time would I then give to anyone who really feels like they need it from me? You know, I think I'd at least, you know, answer in, in one way. Or I could block, figure your thing out yourself. Uh, so I get that. And yeah, it's not like I want anything from anyone. There are 7 billion people on this planet and God knows there's people like me out there that see and connect and, and love similarly to how I do. And just a matter of time and truth until you find them. And you just have to like trust that because people are really different, man. From wherever they are, wherever they come from. Hopefully you just have the heart and space and love to see them for who they are. Because people will really, really show themselves to you if you really look sometimes, you know. Uh, that's what we try to do. To see so that one day we will be seen. But who knows about that. Let's see, feels like on the precipice of a big thing coming together. There's no rush for the book to really be done by, because I wanted like at least the first draft to be done end of Jan, but there's like no rush for that even, as long as it comes together the way it needs to come together, it's nice. But uh, there's also having a deadline in some sense to show it to someone or something is just healthy because you're trying to bring it together in a form someone else can read at a specific point in time. And I don't have that. 
I messaged uh, my deep working, my deep reading workshop uh, guy, Michael Duzat, I think. I don't know how you say his family name, but I think it's Duzat. And I, like, he liked he liked the first two pages I sent for the deep reading workshop. So I thought, you know, look, man, I'd love to send you a more complete act just so that I have the act together. He's like, yeah, sure, I can give it a quick read, give you what I think. But I usually, you know, if you need professional reading, uh, I charge 30 euros per hour to give you, like, notes and advice. And that pissed me off, you know. I was like, fuck you, in my head. It's like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be fucking sending you something you want to read, you piece of shit, you know. Like, no, he's a good guy. I don't, mean, I don't mean to insult him. But it's like, the logic behind it is, you're either my friend and you support me in some art that we both love, and I know that you like this story and I know you'd love it, and I would wish to have the opportunity to, to read it the way that you get to read it, you know, because it's fucking new. It's never been here before. It's never been anywhere before. That's what the world fucking needs to have. It needs to be there. People need to be able to access it. And you get that access, and then you offer, like, for me to pay for it, instead of you just fucking giving me your perspective because it's something valuable to the world, not just fucking me. Uh, so that pissed me off, you know, like, why do you have to go and tell me you charge? Like, now I can't send you anything, you know? I don't even want to reply to you, I don't even want to talk to you, I don't want fucking anything to do with you right now, but I do think he'd be a good set of eyes, but now it's going to have to wait. I'm not going to message him or anything for a while. Uh, yeah. So there's that. That's like what's generally been going on in my mind. Trying to see that I'll always see noise and I need to still be able to balance and find peace and create constructively but also not forget that I have life and there's other things that I can also be working on you know because in 16 days it's easy to say that all I should be working on is writing 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 and creating but I'm really only where I am right now once and I'll be where I am later somewhere else some other time and I can, you know, play video games, I can watch stuff, I can eat good stuff, I can go out and walk and think about stuff, and there's fucking nothing wrong with that, and to use my time to live a full life rather than thinking that I have to focus on this damn one thing and hating myself for not doing it, you know, because that's such an easy trap, such an easy trap, man. Now, you can only say this from experience because I've been through it often. And I don't think I wasted the last 16 days in the least. But it has been a theme. At least the first two weeks. Like, what did I even do? Dude, you got yourself a million interviews. You you finished your reading, like, a lot of books. You're talking to your parents a lot. You're being a good son. Uh, you're being a good person, man. Just daily. And you're doing a little bit every day. And hopefully it comes together. Just that want of seeing everything happen and be done. Like right now, you know, go inside and like even create and do more stuff. I could, I could, or I could 
be a lazy shit that just wants to eat and do nothing. It's so easy to follow either way, man. Like that the last podcast episode, I talked about it, like how I got high. <laughs> Fucked everything. Uh, as if that would bring me clarity, you know? Clarity comes. Clarity is given. The chance to come, you know? Alright. Thanks for taking the time to listen. I'll probably listen to this one too. Have a good one, guys. Take care.